Paint Speckled Mother by Robin Chapman. I have to do something with this kitchen. I've lived with it for 10 years. In some seasons, I've even ceased to notice, but today I've decided I cannot live with it for one more second. The dark brown cabinets with antique brass poles and big decorative medallions beneath them. The bright orange countertops, the cracking linoleum, a mosaic of browns, oranges, and something I can only describe as Dijon yellow, with two-inch circular holes where knots in the subfloor deteriorated beneath them. This kitchen is older than my parents' marriage. Additionally, my children are being noisy and demanding. How many pickles do y'all need in an afternoon? The obvious answer to my building frustration with both the children and the kitchen? Half an hour on Pinterest and one poorly planned decision. Pack it up, kids. We're going to Lowe's. I spend 15 seconds choosing a gray to paint the cabinets. Morning fog seems like a solid choice for a kitchen, no? Then I spend about five more making yet another brilliant choice. Big girls, if you can agree on a color, I will let you choose paint for the interior of the lower cabinets. I leave them to make a choice while I take the preschoolers to customer service in search of someone who can mix paint. I return to find Jenna, eight, on her hands and knees with Catherine, seven, standing on her back to pick out the perfect shade from the top row of paint swatches. Robust pink. Cool. Pepto-Bismol with a hint of salmon seems like a clear choice for my cabinets. Thus began my first ever DIY home project. I learned some important lessons. For instance, you should remove the bottom hinge before the top when taking off cabinet doors. Otherwise, you need a hand ready to catch the door before you get whacked in the noggin, hypothetically. You should always use primer unless you want to paint four coats of robust pink before coverage is almost sufficient. Also, 45 years of kitchen grease will not be handled by sanding. Ick. You should wear a hat when you paint the inside of cabinets. Related, just because you wash your hair and rinse and repeat, does not imply that paint flex will be gone. The parts of your arms likeliest to be painty are also the parts you are least likely to notice and scrub. You will look ridiculous in public for the duration of this project. I plugged along, starting with the lower interiors and the slightly coral bright pink. I painted and painted and painted again. I bought a can of high coverage kills to prime the next portion of espresso-ish brown. I say ish because espresso is a great color. This was not. Then I was on to drawers and contact paper and refilling bottom cabinets to make space in my dining room for the contents of the uppers. When it came to the orange countertops, neon pumpkin, I enlisted the help of a friend with a fine arts degree. My own BS in math was zero help to me here. I removed caulk, scrubbed, patched, and primed them. She directed the work of making them look like granite. Up next is actually painting the cabinet doors that are taking over the space where we usually eat dinner. I remain undecided about the very ugly linoleum. The plan is to refloor both kitchen and dining room, but the dining room carpet is integrated with the living room and hall, and we're not ready to refloor the whole house just now. Maybe I'll paint the floor. It's not like I can make it worse. Why did I decide to take on my entire kitchen based on one crappy in the usual ways afternoon and 20 seconds deliberation after 10 years living with a kitchen straight out of the 70s? I still cannot tell you. I spent the entire month sanding, painting, yelling at my children to stay out of the kitchen and do not touch the wet paint for the love, and it's still not done. It's fine. The question I've asked between binged podcast episodes might be the same one you're asking. Do I regret this? Was it a bad choice to spend 20 seconds considering a project that would take more than a month to complete? 
Do I even like what it's becoming? No, I don't regret it. And as I've covered, pretty much any change is an improvement. As for the haste, I'm pretty sure I just needed to jump. Those darn antique brass medallions under the door poles have annoyed me for 10 years now. But I was having babies all that time, and it was never a great time to look at the options, make decisions, spend the money, disrupt the kitchen, and spend several weeks working on it. This is not a good time to do any of those things either. I doubt I would ever have stumbled upon a good time, but I do like what it's becoming. It's brighter, which is important in the middle of winter in Alaska with the four hours of daylight. It's cleaner. The light gray doesn't hide things like the dark brown did. Again, ick. And it's been good to have my children see me doing the project. I realized they hadn't seen me wield a drill before, much less a palm sander. My husband is unusually handy, so outsourcing to him is always the expedient option. I needed us all to remember that I'm capable and allowed to make big changes, too. It turns out I have agency. I spend so much of my life responding to my kids and their situations. Yesterday, I read in a John Gottman book, quote, Behavioral psychologists have observed that preschoolers typically demand that their caretakers deal with some kind of need or desire at an average rate of three times a minute, end quote. Three times a minute. No wonder I live my whole life reacting or at best responding to them. Four kids times three requests a minute means I am handling their needs or responding to requests, often no with subsequent sadness from them, every five seconds on average. No hyperbole. Every five seconds. It's no wonder I'm so happy the release of Disney Plus coincided with my bad day turned hasty choice. Of course I have a hard time making proactive decisions. With five second intervals available, I can barely even breathe. I needed to make this decision in a few seconds because a few seconds was all I had. My children and I all need to remember that they can absolutely survive for a few weeks on PB&J's Disney Plus, praise Jesus, and vague instructions hollered from a paint-speckled mother contorted to paint awkward places. I don't have to be on call for requests, questions, and demands every five seconds. I'm a grown woman. I can make actual decisions that make my spaces more pleasant for me to live in, and I don't always need thoroughly researched answers before I start. It turns out sometimes a few seconds is all I need to make a decision. It's time to begin. Robin, thanks so much for sharing this piece with our community. It's been really fun to have a look into this project since its inception a month ago. And uh, I just wonder how you're holding up there. Yeah, I'm good. I actually... In the essay, I said that I've finished the cat. I still have to do the cabinet doors, but I actually did those day before yesterday. Awesome. I'm so excited for you. Yeah. I just need to remount them. I need to order hinges, but yeah, I need to remount them. (laughs) Awesome. Well, I'd love for you to share uh, one of the questions I've been asking other writers this season is what is one special, interesting, or quirky thing about your family? We don't wear socks. None. Well, my husband wears socks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but none of none of my kids for whatever reason um Lindsay has a piece running this this month about about socks. Yeah. And um for all of those reasons like socks just irritate me to no end. Yeah. And um and I decided early on it wasn't worth it like if we were going um, if we were going out with a baby, she had I had little booties for her or she was tucked in with a blanket and socks were just sort of yeah. extra and annoying. So I didn't bother. Yeah. 
I definitely um, don't do socks for babies in my house. And yeah. we too are very, very relaxed about socks. Um, I think because we lived in California for the first few years of my daughter's life. So she never wore them because she's always wearing flip-flops. <laughs> and um, there are times that they are findable and wearable <laughs> here. Like right. I kind of have my own little stash of socks that I wear because I wear socks. But yeah, um, yeah. Socks yep. are definitely a thing. Yep. There was one there was one time when um my big girls were like two and three mm-hmm. that Jenna came out of her room and she's like, Hey mom, we both have socks on. Can we go to McDonald's? Because that is literally <laughs> the only time that they wear socks is if we're going yeah. to McDonald's Playland. Well, because we live in Seattle and we don't have that much snow, my kids think that socks are mostly to put on your hands to play outside in the snow for the one day a year that we get snow. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, awesome. Well, I'd love for you to say one thing that you do, don't do, or use to make your life just a little bit easier as a mom. Maybe something besides Disney Plus. <laughs> right? <laughs> There's like a million things that I don't do, like the socks that fall in, yeah. you know, so you've got a pie chart with a really slim line of things that I do and a great big most of the pie for things I don't have time for. I don't... Um, <laughs> My poor kids. I don't actually mess with birthday presents. Birthday presents. I do birthday presents. I don't <laughs> mess with birthday parties. Yeah. Um, unless their birthday is divisible by five. I started yeah. the first few years throwing parties, but by the time I had four kids, like the introvert in me just did not even want to manage it anymore. Yeah, it's um, so hard. Yeah, my mom. My my daughter came home one day and she's like. Mom's an introvert, which is why we don't have birthday parties. I'm like, well then. <laughs> That's hilarious. Well, we don't really do birthday parties too much over here either. I mean, we lot. always have a family celebration and we right. go out to dinner and we have gifts and whatnot. But it's honestly been such a stressful thing for me that I just, I have caved. I feel like my last three or four children have never had a birthday party. They don't even know what they really are, to be honest. No. Um, Yeah, it just has been really stressful. But I right now presently feel this renewed sense of I really want to do birthday parties this year. And I still need to make them work for me and not be like bananas, crazy, you know, too much. But at the same time, just everything that I've been through this past year, I'm like, Mm -hmm. we need to celebrate things. We need to celebrate life, (laughs) you know? And so I am trying to work out a plan that I can sustain, at least for this one calendar year that everybody can have a birthday party that they enjoy. So. Well, I'm excited to see how that, how that works out for you. Are your kids kind of spread out or are they, or are they Well, we, we, not really. We have, we have to, we have uh, February 26th and February 27th, oh. and then we have March 18th and March 20th, and I'm the 21st. Oh, um, and then we do have some more spread out through the rest of the year, but it's just, it is kind of funny. So I think it's good that it's early in the year that I feel like I have this energy and desire to do sure. it because then by the time I'm tired of it, then there's really just one at a time. Nice. Nice. <laughs> so we'll see how it goes. Yeah. But. Well, good luck with that. Thank you. Uh, So next question is, are you a morning person or a night owl? And what is your routine for that time of the day? I'm like a solid 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. kind of gal. Um, (laughs) I am pretty, I I am trying to make myself be a morning person, like get up and go to the gym before my husband goes to work and trying not to stay up too late reading books and stuff. 
Um, I, mm. I can drift that way towards, towards like late nights, but I tend, mm-hmm. I tend to just be tired by 10 or 11. Like sometimes I'll stay up because it's time that I have without children all over the place, but it, it works, yep. it works yep. better for me when I pretend at least to be a morning person. So my routines mm-hmm. for the night, I always take a shower um, because I'm weird. And if I don't shave my legs right before bed, I won't sleep. And I'll find myself up at three in the morning, dry shaving my legs in the sink mm-hmm. because sensory stuff. I don't even know. It's bizarre. So I have a shower <laughs> and um, I I listen to to scripture. Like I, the version Bible app lets you have a timer. And I just listen to, I think I'm in Judges right now. Um, and I listen to that for about 15 mm-hmm. minutes, which is like, generally three or four chapters and I usually fall Mm -hmm. asleep about the last chapter um which is actually fine I can't imagine a better thing to fall asleep to and otherwise like if if Andrew happens to come to bed at the same time as me which is 50 percent of the time perhaps Mm -hmm. um we'll we'll pray together quickly before we drift off but otherwise that's about that's about all I have for evening routines and mornings I try and try and make it to the gym nice um, if I can just because I'm a better human being if I've worked out and get some sort of planning done for the day I actually try to do that at night like write down what I have to do the next day but figure out what I'm doing start yeah. a load of laundry um, and tell the kids to go back to bed until they're allowed up mostly well thanks for sharing that and my last question for you is what is one topic you could talk about forever my kids crazy antics um somebody somebody said um Mm -hmm. in the editing process of this essay um they were just laughing at how funny i was about i think the the part where the the girls were standing on each other to get the paint swatches and i'm like i can't take credit for any of that like the funny stories are all them (laughs) like they're just so bizarrely hilarious yeah so i can i can talk about that for a real long time yeah Well, that's fun. Well, your kids are just as awesome as you are. And I'm so grateful that you had this piece to share with us and can't wait to share more as the series goes on. Thanks so much. Yeah, I'm excited. 